90% of pension funds are, are in the bond market. What's the average rate on a bond? About 2 to 3%. So that even their rate of return is less than what they have, which is why this trend is accelerating. So anybody who has a pension, what should you do? Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we're talking about something that I know is at the front of people's yes. minds and you look forward to it every single week mm-hmm. because we're living in crazy town. That's true. And that it impacts your money. So you look forward to the economic update with Dr. Doctor, the guy that has not one but two PhDs, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay! Yay! Give me the news. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll, I'll take that. You guys have the coolest intro for me anywhere, right? <laughs> Well, we well, love you. We well, are so excited to have you on our show. And taking care of people's money is a big deal because they're yep. looking around every everywhere we go. We're in Wisconsin at an election integrity event this weekend, and everybody's bringing up the the the, the shift in the value of things mm-hmm. that they're buying, the, like the gas to get there, their airline flights, those who flew, stuff they're buying in the stores. Like it is like the front conversation for everybody because it's not changing over years. Like every time they go to the store. Things are costing something different. The prices are changing, and they're feeling they're feeling the pinch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every everyone's feeling the pinch, not just here but globally. Like we talked about last week, sixty five percent of all the countries in the world are now facing a debt crisis. Not not just oh, I think mm-hmm. our balance sheets are a little bit off. We maybe need to curtail our spending a little bit, right? Um, no, debt crisis scenario, um, which is going to have kind of dramatic repercussions as they try to figure out how do you fix this thing, right? How do you fix this and make it so it's not debt crisis when 65% of the world is facing that now? Um, it really, you're, you're going to need some kind of a reset because we've got an issue where the majority of um, countries that have, have ceased to exist over time, great empires, right? Like the Roman Republic. Well, they fell um, and, and, into oblivion when when one third of their population was basically getting handouts from the government. Mm. One third. So I, I wanted to show everybody on this show a chart. Um, it's the the proposed budget by category for the the U.S. Um, budget. Right. You can go to WhiteHouse.gov. You pick on the the federal budget, and then you go all the way to I don't know page you know, 1145. That's a big budget. Yes, it is. It's a big budget. Mine is like one page Yeah, with maybe five lines. I guess I'm going to spend on food. The government spends a lot of money when you, when you're funding, when you're funding gender studies in Pakistan, you know, and, and that it's like, wow. When you see some of the things Mm -hmm. that these like, like uh, infrastructure bills go towards and some of these global spending, it's like, why are we spending money on that? It's like they, they just make up crazy stuff to spend money on. It, t- it would take a lot of pages to cover it. It, take, it takes a lot. So let's look at some of this a lot. So if you go to table S4, and we'll, we'll go through this pretty quickly, but I just want to show you something that's kind of scary. Because remember this, in this conversation, Rome fell because it got crushed by the entitlements when one third of this, the populace of Rome was, was getting government handouts. So the, the last audited numbers are 2020, right? We had, don't have the 2021 numbers yet. So look at the column where it says 2020, and I've highlighted a few things on there, right? So 
So the first one is the subtotal of mandatory programs at $2.975 trillion. What are those mandatory programs? Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. So Social Security is not an entitlement. You pay into it and you expect to get Mm -hmm. something back. But you can't take it away without a mutiny being on your hands, right? So it has to stay. So, but Medicare, Medicaid, women, infant, children, food stamps, you know, all that stuff comes to $2.975 trillion. Now go down that column to where it says total receipts, $3.7 trillion, right? So that's how much we bring in in federal tax revenue. So we bring in 3.7, we spend 2.975 on entitlements, right? Wow. That's 80% of everything that we bring in um, goes out towards entitlements, payouts of some sort. How do you run the country on the 20% that's left? Well, you, you can't, which is why they never have a balanced budget while they always have to increase the debt ceiling, right? It, it's impossible. But here's where um, there's another line item on here, where if you look at net interest, 376 billion, okay? That's the interest on the federal debt. So $29 trillion federal debt at roughly um, 2.09% is what they're paying. At. That's $376 billion. So here's the creepy thing. What happens when interest rates jump up to 4%? Well, man, now that turns into over $700 billion. What about when it turns into 6%? Well, now you're over a trillion dollars, right? Y'all remember... Um, early 1980s, interest rates were at 18%. Mm-hmm. If we got back to that point, everything that we bring in in a given year in federal tax revenue would go out towards interest-only payments on the debt. See, this is why we're we're at this horrible kind of extreme, a, a debt crisis. Um, we've got 80% of everything that we bring in goes towards mandatory payments and entitlements and this is with the lowest interest rates in the history of the country. So look at this next chart on the interest rate cycle, because we've talked about how, how Fed Chair Powell has said, we're going to raise rates four times. Last week, we said, no, it's probably going to be six to seven times this year. But if you look at interest rates for the last 171 years, the average is 28 years from low to high or high to low, almost like clockwork going back in time. So we've had the, the high point here was in 1983. To um, 14.59% on, on the prime rate, right? So that made mortgages anywhere from 18 to 20% at that. So we look back to where we are now, 82, 92, 02, 12, 22. So almost 40 years, right? We've we've extended that cycle because they've they've allowed for, for cheap credit to try to keep the economy stimulated for so long. They kept kicking the can down the road. So now we push the edge of the envelope. Interest rates will probably go up for the next 20 to 30 years. That's what this cycle shows. For the last 171 years, every 28 years, you know, interest rates go from high to lower, from low to high. So we're in for a rising interest rate period. Look back at that budget that we just looked at, right? The $376 billion mm. in, in, in interest-only payments. This is not good moving forward. This is why... It is so incredibly important that that we have a president that actually encourages people to work, that we focus on what we're productive at, which mm-hmm. would be we're, we're really productive at, at oil and gas. You know, one of the largest producers in the world, 
But yet, because of environmental restrictions and things like that, we're, we're not allowed to refine. We're not allowed to, to explore. We're not allowed to do anything because you don't want to hurt the migratory patterns of like caribou and stuff like that. You know what? Um, the environmentalists who, who are hurting families in America by, by these are, are discrediting the animals. The, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the animals are smarter than that where they could move maybe 600 yards to the right and change their migration pattern, right? It's like you care about the animals, but you think they're so dumb that they can't move a couple football fields to the right to change their pattern, right? So, so and, and because of these kind of rules and restrictions, Americans are hurting. And, and until we make a dramatic change, which I don't think change is going to happen overnight on this kind of mm-hmm. stuff, right? So we're stuck with what we've got, which means how do you overcome? How do you thrive? and not have to settle for surviving, giving this nonsense and this madness mm-hmm. right. that's out there. Well, well, that's where, where gold and silver have, have really come into play. So, so you look at this budget scenario, you look at the interest rate cycle, and what's, what's really scary to me is I, I did a report, um, a research study a, a little while back on the um, – pension crisis facing America. And and Professor Jonathan Rao from Northwestern University, he's now at Stanford, listed out all of the states where and what year their their pensions were going to go belly up based on certain assumptions. 8% annualized rate of return, 3% growth, you know, but but here's the problem. We've got baby boomers that are retiring and we've got fewer people coming to work into the system. And so a pension is a function of how many people can pay into the system to pay the people that are retiring, right? When you've got more people retiring than, than the people working, it will run out of money. And so over the next 35 years, 46 states go belly up on their pensions. 46? 46 of, of the 50. So so Illinois was the first one. And that was in sure. 2018. He he was he had called that like 10 years ago. So this guy's numbers are right, but he was wrong. He said it was going to happen in 2019. It happened in 2018, right? So wow. so but but when you go through his list and his metrics and his and his algorithm to figure it out, how many people are coming into the system, how many people are retiring, what's the average rate of return? Well, there all these numbers are based on an 8% annualized rate of return. 90% of bonds of, of pension funds are, are in the bond market. What's the average rate on a bond? About two to three percent. So that even their rate of return is less than what they have, which is why this trend is accelerating. So anybody who has a pension, anybody who's considering retirement, what should you do? Roll that thing over into an IRA where you can actually go into physical gold or silver, not paper. I'm not talking about ETFs. I'm not talking about mutual funds or mining shares or stocks talking about physical gold and silver because that's where you have supply and demand issues very little supply on silver massive demand prices are going up that's how you grow and protect a portfolio given the times that we're living in where when you look at the budget it it's unsustainable right mm-hmm. you look at the interest rate cycle we've now changed you look at the the, the basically national state of the pension fund industry from state to state to state to state. And you've got in because of the the baby boomer audience in in America, right? Mm -hmm. Or demographic, not audience, but demographic. That's the largest demographic profile in America. 
and they're all reaching retirement years right now. And, and our fertility rate in America, like much of the Western world, is not very much. It's mm-hmm. less than 2.0, which means when mommy and daddy die, they, they haven't replaced themselves because our fertility rate's right. less than two. Right. So that means the economy ultimately over time is shrinking when the number of retirees is at an all-time high. Not good when it, all I look at is math and logic, right? So therefore, don't want to put our head in the sand. We don't want to operate out of a state of fear because what you can do is take advantage of these trends rather than them taking advantage of you, which is why I shout it from the rooftops every single week. Mm-hmm. Gobble up silver, gobble up silver. This is for this time in history for right now. It might not be the case 10 years from now, right? It might not be mm-hmm. the case five years mm-hmm. from now, but for the foreseeable future, I don't see anything changing because these things that we just looked at, the interest rate cycle, that budget, they don't change overnight. And therefore, we have to identify that and act accordingly. That's huge. That's a, so you can go doing. to yeah, go to flyovergold.com, flyovergold.com. When you scroll down, there's a place that you can fill out your information. When somebody fills out their information, what happens next, Dr. Kirk? So we get notified. We get an, an email that goes to our uh, amazing scheduling team, which we have like six of them. And, and they'll call you back and they'll ask you a couple questions. They'll say, hey, what was it? That, that Kirk and David and Stacy were talking about that caused you to want to reach out. Do you have IRAs? Do you have non-IRAs? What are you trying to protect, right? So they'll ask you a few questions and answer them uh, to the best of your ability, because mm-hmm. then when you talk to me or one of the other advisors on our team, we'll be able to address your specific needs rather than speaking in generalities, because that's what we want. We want specifics. So, so, because we want to help your dreams that you have for yourself mm-hmm. be small, because yes. really- God's dreams for us are bigger than our dreams. When we operate out of that wisdom and discernment that he's given us, it's like, poof, sky's the limit, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so we just have to take that first step of faith, fill out that form, or give us a call. Say, David and Stacy, send me a flyover, sent you whatever you say. We'll know who it is. But whenever anyone calls me Dr. Doctor, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I think everybody, no matter how many many PhDs you get, you need credit for all of them. Yeah, that's That's, exactly right. You do deserve credit. I've, I've always said that my whole life. Yeah. So you, you can call the number 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900, or go to flyovergold.com. And it's absolutely free when they talk to you, right? This is a free consultation. A hundred percent free. Always has been, always will be, right? Because mm-hmm. And we want to help. And, and even size of your portfolio doesn't matter. I don't care if you have $300 or $300 million dollars we're all equally called with one mandate from God, and that is to be a wise steward with what we've been given. Whether we've been given a little or given a lot, we want to help everybody make a wise decision with that. So there's never a dumb question to ask because you're you're not going to feel at peace and at comfort unless you ask all your questions, right? That's one of our goals. Next goal is whatever you have, we need to protect. I don't care if it's a lot or a little. And we'll take the time that we need to make sure you get all those questions answered because that's the only way that that, that financial anxiety that grips people into inaction with fear mm-hmm. can melt away is by, by working with a team of like-minded people who share the same faith, share the same political worldview, mm-hmm. who want to protect and preserve. That's what we're here for. I love it. And, and people need, you need wise counsel right now. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as you know, we traveled this last weekend. We were in Wisconsin, so you're driving a lot. You listen to things, and you know there is a, a direct focus. Maybe we can dig into this on, on next week's economic update for for 
not just U.S. government, all governments. China has already done shut down cryptocurrencies. You know, I mean, China has already pretty much shut out, you know, Bitcoin. Um, the government has an agenda for an electronic currency and and the, our, our dollars, you know, um, are just not going to have the value in the future that they do now. There's an intense, mm-hmm. go, you, need, you need to be dealing with somebody who's aware of these things yep. and how to protect you against it. And I also love no matter where we go, we run into people that have talked to you. Uh, we talked to quite a few people this weekend in Wisconsin. We've been somewhere every weekend this year. We have not had a day off in 2022 yet. yet. And so just going, 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 because the house is on fire. we got to save America. And, and and people are out doing the same thing. We talked to Robin in Wisconsin this weekend. She comes up, she goes, I just got to thank you guys. Thank you for introducing me to Dr. Doctor. She goes like, I just feel so good. I feel like, you know, just, it's like a weight, a burden mm-hmm. on people. And then they get that off and it's like, oh, you know, I'm in the right spot. I'm, I'm protected from whatever craziness happens. I'm protected. And so thank you for your friendship on that. Thank you for always being so good to people and, uh, you know, taking the time again, like you said, get every squeeze, every last question mm-hmm. out of them so that, that they feel that like exhale when they put their head on the pillow at night and, and, and not have to worry about this. They can worry about masks and everything else, but you can take care of the, of the money issue and that's done. Yes.